This is a Culture Inject production. The Nevers Podcast presents Firefly Back in the Skies. Am I a lion? What? I don't think of myself as a lion. You might as well, though. I have a mighty roar. I said alliance. Oh, I thought... No, I was... That's weird. Hello, hello to our listeners. Welcome back to our retrospective series, Firefly Back in the Skies. I'm Laura. And I am Tyg. And this week we are covering the final episode... Objects in Space. Serenity encounters a ruthless bounty hunter by the name of Jubal Early, who will stop at nothing to retrieve River. But River, already feeling unwelcome on the ship, takes a novel approach to escaping from the Alliance. This episode, kind of creepily, it turns out, first aired December 13th, 2002, which is weird because <laughs> it's currently December 14th, 2021. Ooh. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, that's quite funny that this was aired very near Christmas because I feel like this episode is like, oh, they're a family and it's like... So for this episode, our, our cast and crew, we have the usual um, with a special guest appearance from Richard Brooks, who plays Jubal Early. This episode was written and directed by Joss Whedon. And it shows. <laughs> so um, starting out with this episode... The show opens with a shot of Serenity flying by a planet and then zooms into the ship and through its passages to end on River, who lies in bed listening to not-quite-audible voices. She rises and takes a walk through the ship's rooms and corridors, encountering her shipmates in various conversations with each other. Simon and Kaylee are relaxing and adorable in the common room, the doctor telling the mechanic mm -hmm. an amusing anecdote about medical school. River suddenly sees them looking at her, with Simon telling her that he'd be there right now, implying that she is responsible for taking him away from his successful medical career. Finding Jane and Shepard Book in the kitchen, she hears Jane guiltily repeat his confession to Mal about seeing the about selling out the Tams on Ariel, and Book mutters an angry but cryptic statement hinting at a sadistic past. A lot of people use that scene as evidence that prior to being a shepherd, Book was either a, some, some kind of judge or magistrate or possibly an operative similar to um, Chuta Legifor's character that we'll be talking about next episode but I mean, it's quite clear between that and Jubal's statements that he clearly isn't a shepherd it's quite mm. clear that whatever book was before he found the lord he was um, he was not a good person but it's really strange for us um, having only known book as a really good person to see him be kind of so mean um, and he plays that really well. <laughs> he really does. I kind of wish we yeah. could have had like a flashback episode, like well, you know, it would have happened if we blah, 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 mm. more seasons, blah blah blah. But like just just to see a bit of him, just like a whole episode of him, just being an absolute like horror show would have been really good. Would have mm -hmm. been a great you know chance for the you know, us to see the character in a new light, and for I literally was I was seconds from saying it, and I just his name has completely flown out of my head. What's the actor called? Uh, which actor? Book. Oh, Book. Ron Glass. Um, Ron Glass. <laughs> okay, sorry. 
And it would have been a great uh, chance for Ron Glass to kind of just have a bit of fun. It, they, actors always say it's far more fun playing villains than it is playing heroes. Just, I mean, yeah. just a chance for him to be kind of to go from the wise old mentor to just being an absolute bastard for like 40 <laughs> minutes. It would have been glorious. I like, um, as you mentioned it, Simon and Kaylee being so cute together. It's very adorable. They're so adorable. And yeah, seeing River, this is like what what's going on in her head. Mm. You know, first she's looking at him like she's happy because he's happy. And then it cuts to that and you're like, oh, oh, River, you're, these thoughts you're having, this is like, this is no good. Like, they don't really feel like that. Well, some of them. You have to wonder, <laughs> like, obviously what we saw from jane was true what we saw from inara seems quite true like, yeah is it possible that actually that is how simon feels considering some of the things he says this episode like yeah he does mention it, is, it later yeah it he? is kind of it is entirely possible that it is you know it, like not you know not kind of something he regularly but just like Imagine him kind of, you know, late at night on his own in his room when he's, you know, the, you know, the lights are off. He can't look in the mirror. Just kind of thinking to himself, like, why the hell am I on this creaky old freaking ship when I could be earning inordinate amounts of money on like a central yeah. planet? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, when the cameras are off, that is what Simon did. He would probably then feel bad about thinking afterwards because, you know, he's Simon. But I wouldn't be surprised if deep down that is actually just how he feels. Yeah, and what she's seeing is that unfiltered mm. version of their thoughts because, like you say, he wouldn't say that out loud, no. but like he's probably thought things along those lines. No. Oh, it's just sad because it it's not her fault. No. None of this is her fault. No. And um, It's all the Alliance's fault. We hate them. <laughs> we do. So moving on, we have River continuing to wander the ship and is moved by the sound of ocean waves as Zoe and Wash passionately kiss on the nearby bridge. Above the cargo bay, as Mao and Anara discuss her impending departure, River sees their unspoken frustrations over their unrequited relationship. Fleeing the intense emotions, River runs down to the unoccupied cargo bay, where she spots a tree branch. Picking it up, she sees herself on a leaf-strewn ground and picks up the branch, telling herself, it's just an object, doesn't mean what you think. Suddenly the real world returns and she finds she's holding one of Jane's pistols while the crew surrounds her in a panic, trying to get her to drop the weapon. Mal takes the gun from her and discovers it is loaded and ready to fire. When Mal admonishes her for handling loaded weapons, River runs off, shouting, It's getting very, very crowded. Which, yeah. I've got to say, that whole that whole sequence is just brilliant. One thing, like... I don't know, my, my brain just wasn't working the other 50 times I've seen this episode. But one thing I've only just realised, when we see her first passing by um, Mal and Inara, Inara says something like, like um, you can tell me I'm a big girl. I never really, like, I don't know why, somehow it didn't really click. That was more than likely meant to be another hint towards her illness. That's clearly meant to be her talking to a doctor. The doctor's like, I've got some bad news for you. And she's like, yeah, just shut up and spit it out. Like, yeah. I don't know why that never really clicked for me before, but somehow this time I was like, how the frack did I not notice that? It's quite obvious that's, you know, another breadcrumb on the journey. Yeah, because he basically, uh, Mal already basically told her 
or went to and she knows that he was going to tell her how he feels. Mm. So it's not directed at him. Yeah. It seems like it would 100% be more directed, like you say, it's something she said in the past to a doctor, for instance, with a diagnosis. So, yeah. Oh, it's all very, um, very, very deep it getting is. right into their feelings here. Yeah. But, oh, um, yeah. So that's a great moment between Mal and Anara because he's just like looking. Oh, bless him. <laughs> after last, after the end of last episode, mm. we're just like, oh, all of Mal's hopes and dreams have been smashed. Yep. Um, I like that for this episode, someone, their job in props was like, go out and find a tree branch that looks like a gun. <laughs> yeah. They're like, sure thing. <laughs> and they probably bring them back like 10 and they're like, oh, this one's best. I like this mm. one. <laughs> it, it's got to look close enough to the pistol that it's obvious what it is, but not mm. so close to the pistol that it doesn't look like a branch anymore. <laughs> yeah. Gun branch. Yeah. And then we have the... Um, kind of obvious line like what we had in the beginning of the last episode with the like who's gonna help us and it cuts to Mal <laughs> yeah. and here we have the we're very much alone out here and then it cuts and you're like are we clearly not I mean <laughs> come on yeah. there's someone right there <laughs> that's quite the lead in <laughs> and in that moment we cut to a small vessel closing in on Serenity Aboard which is a man reviewing wanted bulletins for Simon and River. Meanwhile, the crew discusses the dangers of River's presence on the ship. When Zoe muses whether River has ever handled a gun, Kaylee reluctantly tells everyone about her experience during their assault on Adeline Niska's Skyplex, when she could not return fire, and how River quickly and easily killed her attackers with single shots. That scene is just so great on so many levels. Like, There's so many little parts about that firstly i love how they're having this like big discussion of like oh is vera dangerous is she some kind of psycho super trained assassin and then it just pans down sort of through the kind of hull the landing and then river is just like standing balanced on the railings like some kind of freaky ninja like her head cocked up to listen through the floor to this whole conversation it's just like Way to prove you're normal and not a danger to anyone by pulling off some ridiculous gymnastic shit. It's, just, it's very, <laughs> very well. But then that scene, like the kind of the discussion around the table, A, which I, I really like that part where you know, they tell the story and Mal's just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with you not having killed anyone, Kaylee. Like, I really like that sort of. That's like, it seems like every other line in that conversation is just fantastic. Like, there are so many great quotes in just that one scene it's like uh, yeah like, yeah <laughs> well, she probably didn't realize what was happening thought it was just a game and then jane replies later on you can explain why that's better <laughs> <laughs> he's got a point like if you're trying to yeah. kind of calm them down to make them think that the river isn't gonna accidentally kill them all saying she probably doesn't even realize he's trying to kill people that's not going to help that's not a good way to reassure people yeah, she killed a couple guys, but she thinks it's just a game. It's totally fine. Jane and Jane is the one to pipe up like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> that that's, that's not better. <laughs> um, I like in the first like half of this scene we have um, they're talking about the butcher's knife incident, <laughs> yeah. and I, I love that we have like between Jane and Wash, they like are really like button heads yeah. in this. And it's just like wacky fun. <laughs> Jane's like, "You want to go?" Wash is like, only if it's somewhere with candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then funny. in that later bit, yeah, they're like really going, like Wash is really going at Jane. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. The absolute classic line. He's like, oh, is it she's got power. Like, You're saying she's a witch? And Wash is like, yeah, she's in Congress with the devil. And Jane kind of pauses for a second and goes, wait, she's in Congress? Jesus Christ, Jane. Like, <laughs> how do you not fall how- down more? Is it she like how how are you a functioning human being? Yeah, like, um, how did like how did your brain learn human language or something? It's like oh my god. <laughs> and then and then um, uh, go, on. go on. Like the the the, cl- the absolute classic line uh, when they're talking and, he, and um, Wash is like wait but psychic like that's like something out of sci-fi. And then Zoe just looks at him and goes, "You live on a ship, darling." <laughs> <laughs> That is what I was going to say. Yeah. I knew it. What a, what a, what a great line. Yeah. Um, along with little moments like she killed him with mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. One of the rare chances Simon gets to actually kind of mic drop someone. He's talking about kind of Wale River is sort of disassociated with everything. And he's just spewing all this medical jargon. And Mal's like, yeah, if I wanted medical jargon, I'd talk to a doctor. And there's just a second where everyone kind of pauses and like there's no sound. And Simon's just like, you are talking to a doctor. <laughs> like, uh, oh, yeah, God. Right, yeah, no. <laughs> so many amazing lines just in the first like five minutes of this episode. After they've had this whole discussion about whether she's, you know, a psychic or has crazy powers or whatever that we learned River was listening in, as you say, with her crazy um, acrobatics or I don't know. We know that she's a dancer, right, um, mm. Summer Glau? Yeah. They're like, oh, can you hop up on this railing for it? Yeah, 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 no problem. <laughs> Simples. <laughs> um, yes, easy. So uh, Mal decides to sleep on the matter, which is probably best because everyone's, you know, tired and mm. a bit of a, you know, getting high tension at the minute. And the crew breaks for the night. Kaylee follows Simon out as he goes to check on my assassin and she apologises for pointing out the danger River presents. Simon, however, is more sad than angry, believing his sister feels that Serenity is more home to her than any place she's been. He openly admits his regret at not practising medicine, using the exact words uh, that River heard earlier, and tries not to blame it on River herself, but her unknown experimenters. Which is fair, yeah, really. He makes, <laughs> yeah, he, may, he, he kind of goes to say um, a wish, you know, River didn't do this, like like blaming River, but then was like, no, I wish this hadn't happened to River. Yeah, because it again, it's not River's fault. Um, maybe her super rich parents should have looked more into this program before they sent her off. Very much so. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit more digging, huh? Mm. But yeah, that that conversation, the fact that he uses the exact same words, it's just like it's just an absolute. Sort of case study in the importance of context. Like when you just hear that clip that River kind of heard earlier, it sounds really bad and it sounds like he's blaming her. But then when you kind of, when he works through it and puts it in context, it's like it is kind of because of her, but it's not her fault. And that's, that's kind of a, a vitally important distinction that is made when he says it rather than compared to what he's thinking. This is quite interesting to see the difference there. And then to see them both getting massively cock blocked by the freaking yeah. shepherd. It's like, come on, Josh. You just <laughs> You gave us the perfect setup in the last episode with Mal and Anara and then and then kind of you know, bait and switched into 
I'm leaving. And now, like, you've got them cut the sexual tension with a butter knife. It was so thick. And then, like, they're, these hands reaching out. And then freaking religion gets in the way once more. And Shepherd Book walks through and stops him. It's like, will you stop doing this to us, Joss? It's horrible. I love, though, that, like, instead of just going back to their moment, they're like, right, um, well, uh, you know, uh, good night. Yeah. Awkwardness <laughs> Don't returns. Space bugs bite. <laughs> Major awkward. <laughs> space bugs. They're so funny. <laughs> Classic. But yeah, so they all head off to bed, somewhat unsatisfied. The bounty hunter then sneaks onto Serenity. He runs across Mal and quickly knocks him unconscious before locking the rest of the sleeping crew in their cabins. He surprises Kaylee in the engine room and uses a combination of philosophy and terror, specifically the threat of rape, to force the frightened girl to surrender. Next, the intruder drops in on Book, disabling him instantly with a brutal kick to the head. Simon hears a noise and arises to check on his sister, only to be attacked by the stranger, who addresses him by name. The two men engage in verbal sparring. The bounty hunter, Jubal Early, waxes imaginative um, on the nature of things, demands to know where River is. Though Simon refuses to help Early at first, the bounty hunter threatens to kill him and rape Kaylee if he refuses, and the doctor reluctantly agrees. Whew, that is... That's quite an intro (laughs) for the character. It's, um... Yeah, I think at first he's just kind of like, I don't know, more kind of together. And as it goes on, he like begins to unravel and we mm. see how much of kind of an unstable character and how a, what a strange mind he has. But um, yeah, for the, obviously he has his scrap with Mal. And Mal, first of all, the look on Mal's face, yeah. <laughs> he just walks around the corner, looks at him like, uh, what, who, what? hang on a minute <laughs> before they like start fighting he's just like who dis you know <laughs> um and to be fair for the man he puts up a pretty good fight he considering does. you're assuming that this um that that Jubal early is like a really well-trained dude does this for a living right um he he puts up quite a good fight he also has the same kind of looks like he has the same kind of like pressure um point hitting yeah um a couple of times similar to the movie very much so. um so, yeah, it, it's interesting to see the similarities between, well, that's probably one of the only similarities between this character and the character that we get in the movie. Yeah. Although he's also in the movie pretty um, unhinged. Uh, <laughs> True. You know, yeah. But yeah, so Mal puts up a pretty good fight considering <laughs> then he like drops him down the stairs. He just flops on the floor. <laughs> uh, poor Mal again. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't do well with these close combat situations. He gets hurt quite a bit. No, but no. I've got to say, like, obviously, as I was watching through this episode, yeah, you know, we, we kind of I, I make sure to take note of good quotes to bring up during these discussions. I had to stop because just every freaking line that Jubal says is fantastic. Like, yeah, he his kind of appearances to quotable lines ratio is through the Goran roof. I. Yeah, I don't think there's a single character who drops as many amazing lines in such a small amount of screen time as Jubal Early. Yeah, legendary, legendary spe- figure. Specifically in this moment with Simon, mm. um, a lot of what he says about you know, because it's very like kind of he's coming out with this deep philosophical stuff mm. in the midst of like threatening to kill people yeah. and take them away or whatever, and it's just really strange. Uh, but very, very well done like Mm. what a great character to introduce on this episode talking about uh you know is it 
is it River's bedroom if she's not in it? Yeah. Um, yeah, she's stuff like that. And then obviously, um, <laughs> are you Alliance? <laughs> and he's just straight up looks at Simon, am I a lion? <laughs> I do have a mighty roar. What a line. Like absolute, absolute credit to um, Richard Brooks, who plays Jubal Early. Killer performance. Although, yeah, it doesn't quite kill anyone, but just like his delivery for some of the lines, it quite easily could have come across as really stupid. But he just, he absolutely nails the performance every single time. Like uh, my absolute favourites, it's not, they're all, they're all my favourite, but the one I thought was particularly worthy of note. And he's talking about how he has to bring everyone in. And Simon's like, so are you a bounty hunter? And she was like, no, that ain't it at all. And said, Simon, well, then what are you? And he portrait and looks him right in the hand and goes, I'm a bounty hunter. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. And you're just like, what? (laughs) Because of the way he's played it to this point and the way he plays it from that point on, you genuinely can't actually tell if he's just messing with Simon or if, like, that that was a perfectly logical statement in his mind. Like, this is the guy that five seconds ago was was answering the question whether or not he thought he was a lion. Like, he may actually have thought Simon had said something different. He's like, no, I'm not whatever it was he said. I'm a bounty hunter. Or he could just be messing with him to, like, throw him off his game. But it's impossible to tell, but brilliant to watch. Yeah, it's also like, like, for me, I'm always like, is he questioning who he is? Because, you know, he does this job as a living and he might not necessarily think of himself as a bounty hunter. So when he gets asked the question, he's like, no, no, that's not me at all. And then it's actually kind of like, but no, I am a bounty hunter, you know, because I don't know. How does, um, how do Mal and the rest of the crew, of the crew fully define themselves? Like yeah. if you ask Mal what he is, what does he say? The first thing he'll probably say is a brown coat, but almost certainly yeah. that doesn't doesn't have a definition at this moment in time, really, does it? Because mm. he's not fighting in a war. Um, really, he's a smuggler and he's kind of a criminal, but that's not how he would define himself. <laughs> but if someone asked him, "Oh, you know, are you a criminal?" He'd be like, "No, no, I'm not." Why are you? Oh, I'm a criminal. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, no, yeah, straight up. So. With Simon helping with his search, early checks on the cargo bay and the shuttles, commenting on the nature of objects in space. You see what they did there? While doing so, when Inara tries to appeal to Early's emotional side, he smacks her across the face and locks her in her shuttle. The two men finally arrive on the bridge, where Early settled on a direct threat, announcing loudly to the ship that he will kill Simon if she doesn't reveal herself. River then responds over the ship's intercom, telling Early, and incidentally her friends as well, about how she was unwanted on the ship, but couldn't bring herself to leave, so she melted away, becoming part of Serenity. And this is just a, this is a testament to how brilliantly Summer Glau has kind of performed so far as River. Honestly, the first time I saw this episode, she was like, yeah, I wasn't wanted, so I melted away and became part of the ship. I just thought, yeah, okay. If anyone could do that, it would be River. I, I I can totally take on board that River melted and is now Serenity. I did not question for a second <laughs> that that was what happened. I was just like, sure. So the first moment in this was the whole that ain't a shepherd thing mm. that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I like he just walks past, looks at him. That ain't a shepherd. And it's kind of like, 
how does he know it 100%? Because he didn't um, fight with him. He didn't speak with him. He's just knocked him out. So he must have a database or whatever and actually know who that guy is, you know? Oh. Like, do you think? Because he must have access to databases and he's he knows everyone on the crew of that ship. He's been following them. I think he's like looked into all of them and knows who they all are. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about it that way, Probably. but actually that does, that does make a certain amount of sense. I just figured he was like, yeah, being as a abandoned, he was kind of good at reading people or something. But yeah, it makes more sense that he would have like access to you know, information and he would possibly know that that guy isn't anyone anywhere kind of important. Yeah. All these questions. <laughs> so many questions and no more episodes to answer them. We have Simon being so kind of comic timing genius in this. He's so like dry and it's just brilliant because we like we haven't seen well we have seen him kind of be like this. This is the kind of way that he does his comedy. Um but here it just comes out great. Come on out river, the nice man wants to kidnap you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love like every time he says something Jubal gives him that look almost like they are this like duo working mm. together even though one of them's at gunpoint. And Drew was given a look like, dude, why Why would you say that? Like, <laughs> come on. And I've also, I've written, and you mentioned it as you was reading this part, he says objects in space. And I'm always like, he said the title. Because yeah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? When you're watching something and they yeah. say the title, you're like... It's always better. Yeah, it's a, it's a moment. Oh, and the weirdest moment in this bit was when he licks the ship. Oh, God, what the hell was that about? This is what I'm saying. His character is just, like, getting weirder yeah. and weirder as you go on through this episode. You're like, this guy is not mentally stable. Yeah. He is um, a strange one, for sure. Licks the ship. <laughs> <laughs> just like, hmm, you know, <laughs> doesn't say why. <laughs> like, there's no reason behind that. It's just, they, he just does it and they move on. He doesn't even comment that he's of, doing it. He just, he's like, hmm, that looks tasty. Yeah. And then goes just about his it. day. <laughs> so um, in that next bit, we have River's voice come over the intercom in the engine room, reassuring the bound Kaylee and asking for her help in a task. Meanwhile, on the bridge, Early is openly sceptical about River's claim, but her voice returns to reveal uncanny knowledge of the bounty hunter's weaknesses. River's verbal probing, aided by Simon's wry humour, gradually convinces Early and the um, others that she has joined the vessel. She sends Kaylee, now free, off on a mission to unlock the cabins. Zoe prepares an assault, but River insists that they do not use guns and instead tell Mal, uh, tells Mal of an alternate plan. Bum bum bum. Bum 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 bum. I love the kind of the barbs from Simon just get more and more kind of insane my favourite one is um, I, can't remember, I can't remember the exact sort of setup for it but he just looks at him like com- completely flat voice not a hint of any kind of twist and he just says well my sister was a spaceship we had a complicated childhood it's like oh my like well it's because like the guy's already told him he's not going to kill yeah, him yeah true and he needs him to help find his sister so I feel like in this moment, and also, like, his sister is priority, right? So in this moment, he's kind of, like, not really probably thinking about himself. True. He's he's just having fun with this while he can. <laughs> Fair point. I love um, we get River's laugh over the intercom. Oh, and uh, yeah. Jubal's just like, well, that's somewhat unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite lines in the whole episode. So, so, so good. So good. 
Um, The other moment that I liked was um, Wash. They're like, you know, don't attack him. He's wearing armor, um, River tells him. And he's like, is his face wearing armor? (laughs) Which is funny because his face isn't wearing armor. Yeah, just shoot him in the face. But it's funnier because in pretty much every film, TV show, whatever you see, no one ever shoots people in the face. Yeah. Like ever. So it's kind of almost uh, uh, like a gripe at all those all those other TV shows and movies. Um, you know, like Robocop or whatever. Let's shoot the armoured part. No one shoots him in the chin. Like the one part of him that's clearly vulnerable. <laughs> River continues her banter with Jubal on the bridge, hinting toward his insanity. Finally, Early realises that River isn't part of Serenity, but has managed to sneak onto his ship. However, River reassures the frantic bounty hunter that she will go with him. She compares her dangerousness and instability with his and says that her departure will allow her shipmates to get on with their lives. Simon refuses to let Early escape with River and tries to stop him, but in the process is shot in the leg. Leaving Simon in the cockpit, the bounty hunter starts um, to head back to his ship but finds Mal outside, waiting in ambush, and the captain shoves Early off into space before welcoming River back aboard serenity <laughs> they had a plan they did and it was a very good plan but i love that simon is so like willing to jump at danger mm. again you know he attacked him once in the cockpit gets shot in the leg and you think oh he's down um and it reverts back to the conversation at the start of the episode where he's like you know you shouldn't be a surgeon until you've had like been cut into oh yeah um <laughs> which is funny because um like, if you want to do, like, blood tests, be like a, a nurse or whatever that does blood tests, you have to, like, test on each other whilst you're learning to do it. Yeah. And you you can't do it until you've had it done to you a certain amount of times. That's, like, a thing. So it's um, so for for that, that that's um, a plausible thing, you know? Uh, it, is, it is kind of um, strange. But, um, yeah, so even after being shot in the leg... Simon launches himself at the guy in like the hallway and gives him another guy who bless him. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't do that Una- much better, but he gives it his yeah. shot. Unaware, bless him, that River has a plan and has everything sorted. But I think it's uh it's the moment that Mal's like on the outside of the ship and just like almost like the earlier encounter, just like, oh hey dude, and then pushes him off. <laughs> yeah, it does there is quite a lot of kind of mirroring in this episode kind of repeated motifs is very well done but i just love that little the little conversation that mal and river have kind of while attached to the outside of the ship like it, he's very much kind of welping welcoming her back to the family which is quite necessary given how this all started but when he's like yeah that's that a pretty good plan if your brother hadn't sort of gotten the way he's like yeah he takes so much looking after <laughs> such a good line we then cut to the infirmary where Simon is directing Zoe as she's kind of withdrawing the bullets and patching him up. Just outside, Mal and Nara start and fail again to deal with their implicit affections. In the cargo bay, Jane mocks Book's failure to defeat Early, despite all them years of priest training, when Book expresses regret at not being able to do anything to help. Kaylee and River play jacks while Kaylee relates a naughty anecdote from her past. <laughs> River picks up and examines the bouncing ball with its swirling multicoloured surface, which recalls the multicoloured planet Serenity flies by in the opening shot. The camera pans down through and out of the ship to show Serenity sailing into space. The episode, and in fact the series, ends on Jubal Early 
tumbling through space. Well, here I am. And that's all she wrote. I like that it was Zoe patching up. Like, that they chose Zoe. Like, because I wouldn't have expected Zoe to be, be the one doing that. Because, I don't know, even like Kaylee has more precision, right? Being like an engineer, you think Kaylee would have been the one to be doing that. So for Zoe, she's clearly not in it. She's like, I, I'm, I'm better at putting these into people. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> I'm guessing they picked her because as a sort of military person should have some kind of first aid training mm. but clearly she wasn't paying attention during that lesson because she just seems so out of her element yeah well on the edge of the infirmary door we see Mao and Anara having their moment <sighs> when he like he... which I... <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all like just fucking stop it like, he's oh. touching her face and she's like nope don't do that none of that please it's like Jesus man oh. just... Can someone just it's be happy painful. at the end of this episode, please? Oh, Kaylee's happy. Ah, true. She's River. back with River. They're having some fun. She's not too scared of her anymore. For me, I think it's nice ending. You know, the ship seems at peace, other than Simon on pain on the table, in pain on the table. But um, yeah, the ship seems mostly at peace. Everyone's this big happy family again, and it seems like kind of a fitting end because it's it's the first time that all of the crew seem to fully accept River. And and this would have been the beginning of them as a solid crew, not a crew with Simon and River. Because I know we spoke about several other moments where Simon and River are like part of the crew, but here it feels like fully um, they've accepted her because up until this point, yeah, up until this point, at least a couple of the crew members, Jane and Kaylee after the shooting incident, have been scared of River, right? So this, I think, is the first time they're all fully accepting her, understanding her story fully, how she really feels, um, and just, yeah, that she is just a kid and nothing's her fault and she's a little complicated, but, you know, she's worth protecting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah it, it feels like all the kind of tension from the start of the episode which itself is built upon the tension of four or five previous episodes kind of all comes to a head and it kind of they, they all let it go with the exception of mal and anara who can't let it go because they live for the tension so it's like it's it's all kind of it, it does feel like a kind of cathartic end to everything but yeah, I don't know. I've got to say, like, I really like, as a standalone episode, this is a fantastic episode. And they say that the strength of a series is weighed by the strength of its antagonist. And, you know, what is Buffy without kind of the master or Spike? You know, if you look at a season like, uh, I want to say six, we're going to get destroyed in the comments, six with the trio. Like, a lot of people consider that one of the weaker seasons because it has quite a weak villain but if we if we take that as kind of established this is probably one of the strongest episodes because it has Jubal Early who is one of the best written and performed antagonists in this whole series possibly in the whole of the Whedonverse it's a fantastic fantastic episode infinitely quotable some decent action some great laughs everything about it is fantastic Except, it's the last episode. It's a great episode, but it's not a great 
finale. It just, it very much feels like a can like it feels like a cancer like at no point in this show was it felt like this is a series that wasn't going to go the distance and then you get to the final episode and it just sort of ends with no acknowledgement like this feels more like the beginning than the ends as you said this is the point where the crew is kind of finally all gelled and they've accepted river and everything's great and then it's done that's it series finished and it's like it really feels like this was the intro and now everything's set. But, like, it's not. It's over. It's done. It's finished. And it's, like, I can't help, when I watch this episode, I can't help but feel really frustrated because it's a great episode and it, you know, sets up a lot of great plot arcs for the future. And then it's finished. This is the last episode. Like, much, much like Jubilee Early, we're left just floating through space, not really sure where we're going to be. And it's like, you know, here we are. What next? I think this was also a very quick episode. It wasn't actually, but yeah. it, it it felt like it ran quick, mm. like it ran short, like it ended very quickly because I think it's so full on. It's dialogue heavy. Yeah. It's quite quick paced and you're kind of high tense because of what's going on. Um, so yeah, it's a great episode, but yeah, you're right. It, 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 it rounds off that these are a crew now and they're going to go on and do bigger things, possibly more important things to do with the Alliance and, you know, really delving into what they were doing with River, you know, were they creating a weapon to spy on people with telepathy or were they, you know, doing whatever, um, which thankfully we get some kind of closure on in the movie. Whoa, do <laughs> we though? What, well, do we? It's, it's something, yeah, right? Yeah, I suppose. I don't think it's where the show would have gone. Um, do you think? No, I, I, I very much think, uh, no. especially uh, the things like uh, the Reavers. We can discuss all this. Uh, there's no one going into it too deeply now for obvious reasons. But yeah, it's just it's a very frustrating episode. Not because it's bad, but be- precisely because it's such a good episode. And, like I don't understand how anyone can watch this and not be like, take all my money, give me like three seasons minimum. Yeah. On the one hand, I'm like, you know, we have a really good series. And on the other hand, that that didn't get the chance to go on too long and get ruined, um, like some TV shows do. On the other hand, oh, what could have, what could have been? Because I only saw recently online that there, that Disney has plans to reboot Firefly. And this was, I saw the first thing of it from like 2020. And then another thing about it in April this year. And I'm kind of like, I don't think it's been solidified, but it's like Disney have said that they'll do it kind of thing. Yeah. Like there's there's no one attached. There's no cast, no crew, no story. They're just saying that there is a chance that Disney Plus may do a reboot of Firefly. But I mean, reading some of the kind of early statements, it just sounds like it's going to be an absolute car crash. I'm talking about kind of making it more family friendly and open for a wider audience. Like, no, dude, if you want a family friendly series, make something else. Yeah, this is the worry. If they don't attach the original cast and they make it family friendly as such, um, kind of then like, what is there? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What is there? Even if they, even even if they attempt to write it in a style of of Whedon and keep the the kind of like Whedon esque feel to it, 
I don't know. I feel like what they were going to go for if they do make it is like a Disney Channel version with a younger crew and it's not going to be like they might call it Firefly, but it's not going to be Firefly. We've watched it all now. We've watched it. It's over. We're sad. I enjoyed watching it again after a few years of not watching it. Yeah. It's nice to discuss it, and I cannot wait to watch Serenity again. Yes, that is like yeah. Obviously, there is there is no next episode, so we have got a next episode. But we will be doing a sort of probably slightly longer than usual episode where we discuss Serenity, which continues the story of the crew as they try and invade a mysterious operative played by Trudel Ejiofor, who is sent to try and capture River because. When anything goes wrong on Serenity, it's always about River. <sighs> River! Poor girl. Yeah, oh. I had a massive, <laughs> massive amount, a lot of fun coming back to discuss the series with you. I just, I absolutely love this show. And it's so, there's, there's so much to talk about that I could, we could probably have recorded three hour episodes for every <laughs> single episode, but we, we tried to restrain ourselves as much as we could. No, I think we've done quite well in, um, you know, I think we, We've all seen the show so many times. It's mostly been talking about our favourite bits and our favourite quotes and just, you know, like the overall feel of the show as opposed to like, I don't know, getting lost in it too much. But it's been good. It's been nice to discuss. And I hope everyone out there has enjoyed it as much as we have. And if you have enjoyed discussing it with us and you want to send us any letters or anything uh, before we get round to recording uh, our Serenity episode, you know, your favourite moments of the whole show or your favourite bits of Serenity, the movie, please, please write to us and get get into the discussion. You can email us at fireflybits at gmail.com. Thank you, a huge thank you to all of our listeners. Um, we've, like we were just saying, had a really good time uh, discussing Firefly and, you know, having a nice little talk about it every week for you guys. Um, yeah, and we will see you again for Serenity, the movie. So until then, uh, thank you again for listening and we'll see you on Firefly Back in the Skies next time. See you around. Bye.